Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. How's your Saturday morning going? Or actually afternoon for you right now, yeah? Yeah, I woke up late anyway, so this is just a morning. (laughs) Okay, we're probably on the same wake-up schedule. (laughs) (laughs) I do work in uh, Pacific time zone too, so like I start like a little later, so like I'm just, I'm definitely in your time zone. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you are you in, okay, we'll get to this obviously later, but are you, are you in Disneyland or Disney World? I don't work at the parks actually. Um, I just work in, uh, uh, through a Canada office. Okay. I, now I have, okay, now I'm very excited because I could probably switch a couple of these questions. <laughs> I did work in Disney World, so uh, that, that works too if you, if you have questions about that. That is this, the coolest thing. I've always wanted to pick the mind of somebody who has some behind the scenes insight and I've, I've kind of like, I'm at, well, not kind of, I follow a lot of people who are cast members, but I feel like not, I don't connect with a lot of them and I love your page. You're just so cute. I love everything about your posts. You're so uh, raw. I feel like you show a lot of yourself and that's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for letting me interview you. Um, today we have, it's Terry Adriana. Is that how you pronounce your middle name? Yeah, Adriana is. Adriana. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> and, and what's your last name? You said it was too difficult. It's Michelle Argius. Oh my gosh, that is difficult. <laughs> I yeah, I just, I just go by Terry usually. Perfect. Well, you know what? I go by, my name's easy and I typically never tell people my last name anyway. So it doesn't really matter unless you're interviewing for a job, right? Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So before you were a cast member, how many times had you been to each park? I, um, I've been to Disney world more times than I can count. Um, but I went to Disneyland once when I was like in grade four. Um, and it was a really cool cool time to experience a different park but yeah just Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida I've been to. What's your favorite part of well I mean I guess since you were so little maybe you don't quite remember what your favorite part of Disneyland but when you go into Disney World what's the first thing first three things that you do? Um depends on the park but um if it's Disney World, I mean, sorry, if it's like Magic Kingdom, usually that might be the first park that I go to. Like, it's always like I hit my first Fast Pass and it's usually like Space Mountain or something like that. Um, So yeah, Space Mountain. um, And then I'd probably like get a snack (laughs) and then, you know, hit up a a line that's not too long. Okay, when whenever we go to the park, we'll do our get our fast pass all set up, right? Mm-hmm. And then we head straight to either Haunted Mansion. Well, this is Cal- California. I'm not sure which rides are in which park. I think these are both in Magic Kingdom. We've only been twice. But we do we go right to Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean because in California they're right next to each other so whichever one has a quicker line we do that first and then hop on over and then my kids sometimes want to do them both again so we'll do them two or three times sometimes and then we'll start yeah then we'll start hitting up our fast pass but every time we just go like whoop straight back to both of those rides um 
Okay, so what what's your favorite park? I love Animal Kingdom um, the best. Uh, it's just, just, like, I love Disney, but there's just, like, this subtle touch of Disney to it that I really love, and I just love the animals and the atmosphere, so Animal Kingdom is definitely my favorite. <laughs> That's, okay, what rides are at uh, Animal Kingdom? Um, they have, um, like Pandora, which is like Avatar's area. And I really like Flights of Passage. It's a pretty new ride. It's like a few years old. Um, and I love it. You uh, hop on to a Banshee. If you've ever seen Avatar, um, the movie, like it, uh, you're one of those like blue creatures. Um, and, and you like fly um, on a Banshee and it's like the coolest, most crazy amazing experience because you feel like you're actually flying on an animal and it's so cool oh my gosh so I'm coming I'm supposed to be flying out to Florida um neck at the end of next month and my coworker and I I was like come because I'm doing a lash course out there and I was like come your daughter her daughter lives out in Miami so I was like hey her daughter's gonna be my model and then I didn't even have to talk her into it she's like let's go and we'll hit up Disney World before, but I'm like, how many, how many, okay, let's say we only have two days. You would say Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom? Yes, but that's just me. I feel like right now, especially too, there's a lot of, or I don't know, there's kind of a lot of construction going on in Epcot. So mm-hmm. I definitely say if, if you like animals, yes, definitely yes. Animal Kingdom. And of course you have to hit up magic kingdom but if you're a if there's any like if you're a star wars fan um hollywood studios has got some amazing new stuff so i definitely maybe suggest hollywood studios oh shit now we if, should days. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm convincing you <laughs> to spend more money in disney <laughs> it's not going to take much convincing and i don't think it's going to take much convincing on her part her and i we never take time off of work so it's going to be I mean, if you throw Disney in it, it's easy for us to be like, swoop, we're there. <laughs> so yeah, me too. for somebody who has never been to Disney World, because I'm going to focus on that because that's kind of going to be your forte, so to speak. What is something that people should know before they plan their trip? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. I feel like to not put so much pressure on getting everything done because you're never gonna get everything done um there's so much to do and like I've been for like in the past we would go for like 10 days sometimes and we'd still not get everything done okay um so definitely not putting pressure on yourself to get everything done and like just having a good like general plan uh, for things like especially booking like fast passes in advance okay. and booking them strategically you know um booking like the busier like uh attractions in the morning or actually booking all your fast passes in the morning as soon as you plan to get to the park is the best way to do it because then uh you can continue to book more after you finish your three so yeah having a rough good plan at least for the morning and then just playing it by ear and having fun throughout the day definitely is a and do you do you park hop in the same day or or do you stick with one park per day it depends usually when I'm with my family it's usually one park a day 
but if I was go if when I uh, worked there for the summer um, and I had a day off, um, I could do whatever, hop wherever. And sometimes I would just, you know, pick my favorite attractions and hop to two different parks or even three different parks. Or you can be crazy and do four parks in one day. That's like a challenge. Yeah. Uh, that's really fun to do, but kind of a lot. <laughs> so usually just one park would okay. be probably the best. For the fast pass, you have to be in that specific park to be able to start claiming them, correct? Yeah. Well, no, you can plan them in advance, um, but it's only one park that you can choose. Okay. So um, if you're planning to go to Magic Kingdom one day, you can like pick um, three in the morning and then you can decide to, because Epcot's so close and it's just a monorail ride away. Um, once you're done those three fast passes, when you get to Magic Kingdom, you can book one in Epcot and then hop over there. Um, you don't have to be in the park just to uh, book them, but yeah, you can't book more than one park for fast passes. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, uh, in California, I swear you can't start um, booking your fast passes if you know if you're doing it from your phone um, until they they you scan you're scanned into the park yeah i i haven't when i went to cal uh to california disneyland um it was it was a paper fast passes still even in disney world yeah um i kind of miss those days but <laughs> uh yeah i wasn't sure that if they really moved to you know the way disney world is with like the magic band or not so you have to you have to be in the park that's so interesting no so okay the last time we went they had the band and I didn't realize um, that we could do it beforehand because I was just used to California and I was so pissed on both days because I was like, oh my God, because everything was gone, you know, because I'm like this Disney right. world newbie. And I, you know, <laughs> when you're so familiar with one park and then you go to a completely different park, you're like, I'm that person. I'm like, excuse me, how do I get to Haunted Mansion? And they're like, do you see that building right there? It's right there. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I know what, what it looks like. I don't know how to get there. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. It's, there's a lot to remember where to go and everything too. Have you ever like, or do you think that you would be able to write out a, like, here's what you should do for the perfect day in animal kingdom or um, magic kingdom. Do you think that you would really be able to do that? Depends on the, the person going because some people aren't like thrill seekers and some people want the the chill ride so it really depends but I could craft my own perfect uh day for sure or maybe some friends that I know of <laughs> I okay. could craft their vacations if you could at the end of this just on a piece of paper it doesn't have to be anything professional looking if you could map out what your perfect day for Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, and I'll put it, I'll add it to your our post on Instagram. I'm gonna, I'm going to take your advice and do those because we're probably gonna, we probably won't do three days. We're probably just gonna do two. But I'm interested that if I follow it to see how much success we get. I'm <laughs> sure I'd be down. How old are your kids? Well, that's the thing. It's only gonna be myself and my coworker, just two oh, grown-ups. Just the two of you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then. And are you guys, do you guys do like the more thrill rides? Oh or... yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But do you also like the more chill, you know, yes. more experience? Okay. Perfect. I feel 
I love the attention to detail in every ride. I like the art aspect. I like the love put into it. I like the teeny tiny attention to detail. I like everything. I'm like one of those Disney weirdos. I, the only thing that I don't have is Disney paraphernalia around my entire house because I think that it can get tacky very quickly. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I have, I just bought this sign from um, this amazing um, store on Etsy and it's just a chalkboard or it looks like a little chalkboard and it has like this um, rustic looking wood framing it. And then it has um, like part of the song from Grim Grinning Ghosts. And I'm like, that's as Disney as I think I can get. <laughs> I don't like the Mickey heads everywhere. Although when I'm in the park, love it. Like I can't have it in my house because I think it reminds me of people that like shop at Walmart or something. <laughs> yeah. I like the subtle Disney touches for sure. I'm, ex- I'm excited for what I have, like my own uh, place yes. so that I can like add like very like subtle Disney touches, especially yep. to the kitchen. Like I'm not going to like put, like, I really want, like, you know, those um, <clears throat> uh, utensils to, like, mix things and whatever with the, like, Mickey hands. Yes. I'm not going to put that, like, out. But if it's in a drawer to, like, pull it out, like, oh, I'm so excited for, like, little and cute little stuff. Disney things. They, they, yeah. also, they also have the wooden spoons that have things, like, burned into them so you can keep them out because you can't see them if you put them face up if you like that on your counter. Yeah, I love that kind of thing. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I love it. I know we call it hidden, or I rather call it hidden Disney, not, in, you know, instead of hidden Mickey, because I like it. I like to know that it's Disney, but I don't want people to be like, um, she's weird. <laughs> I, I get you. <laughs> okay, so did you have to go to Disney College before you worked in the park? Yeah, um, Disney University it's called, okay. but uh, it was like a basically training to get you get you to get you to know Disney a little bit and what the parks are about and a little bit of the history uh before jumping into your actual work location okay that was pretty fun what was what was the coolest thing that you learned in Disney University I think just the importance of like how much goes into planning and executing a Disney vacation like people can spend or people can save up for so long just to be able to go to Disney Mm -hmm. and um there's this video of like it's like kids being surprised with Disney vacations yeah like just tears throughout the whole room because you feel that, <laughs> you feel that like excitement to go to Disney World after you've been waiting so long. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it was a little emotional, but that was definitely a really big part and something to remember that you're uh, a part of making that magic for, yeah. for guests that come to the parks. So it's so, a big thing. it's so incredible how, like, I'm, I'm very business-minded. I always want to know I want to know why or how something works. And, you know, sometimes people have this idea and they execute it exactly how it's supposed to be executed. And Walt, I don't know how he did it. And I'm sure that it wasn't, you know, as big as it was now, but I mean, even from day one, he had this cult following and I wish he was alive so that I could watch interviews or interview myself and pick his brain. Like, how did you 
how, how did you do it? What did you know? What did you see? I know that he had a lot of money backing him. So I know money is involved, but his vision and being able to execute it. I know how much work that it takes to have, I own a small business. I can't even fathom the, not to mention the amount of people that it costs, uh, that it takes to run a company and the overhead that it costs to run this company and pay people to do it properly. I just, when you take a step back, does it, it kind of gives me that feeling like when you start thinking about outer space and you're like, I can't think, why does it never end? How is that possible? I kind of get over that overwhelmed feeling like, how do you keep everybody so organized? There's no way to micromanage that many people. You just have to hire people and know that they are part of your cult following. They believe in the culture, but how do they do it? Lots of trust and pixie dust, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because man, even somebody sweeping, you know, you just have to put 110% of your faith in that person that they are going to keep the vibe of that park exactly, precisely what it needs to be. And I don't know, like, I, I wondered, like, how, how did that work? How did he do it? Just crazy. Yeah, it is crazy to think about. I know the one thing, the one reason why he wanted to build Disneyland was because um, he would spend time with his kids and there was never, he was always watching them have the fun, watching them go on, go on the rides. He couldn't actually partake in them. And so he really wanted a place where the whole family could partake in the magic of and the joy of being a kid and and being immersed in that in that and so like that's a really fun fact that I love to share uh because because it's true like you uh you as an adult and your friend as an adult just want to go to this like magical place (laughs) like it yeah for him to know that that would have been a thing um yeah, it's crazy. And having the people to believe in his dream when it seemed like it could be impossible. Yeah. yeah. I and You can dream it, you can do it though. <laughs> That's it, what he said, right? <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because he d- didn't come from money. He, mm-hmm. and he was just born with this passion and this um, confidence and trust in himself that he, like, for example, this this idea, he knew it was going to work. He knew it was going to work. And imagine how many no's he got and how many discouraging, you know, uh, conversations he had and he still did it. What if that one person that he was like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. They're right. This is going to be too expensive and nobody's going to come. What if he had never done it? Yeah. That'll be a sad time for me. (laughs) Isn't that, isn't that interesting to think about? Yeah. So, um, what's your favorite memory that you can recall from Disney University? I guess earning your ears. I know that sounds kind of weird, but, um, once you partake in your first, it's called traditions, uh, where you, you know, learn the traditions of Disney and the history and, and some of the importance of being a cast member, um, at the end, you get your little name tag and um, a little 
um, Mickey ear hat thing. <laughs> and so that was a really fun part. And Mickey comes in and brings um, them for us. So um, that was probably the highlight uh, to know, you know, now that you've learned a little bit about uh, your importance uh, here as a cast member before you start work um, and being given your ears to like actually start making the magic, it's, it was a, that was my favorite part. That is so cool. Um, what, how long was your, how long was Disney University? It wasn't too long. There was just a few uh, classes that you took at the beginning, depending on your role too, you kind of dipped into different uh, things. And then once that was out of the way, you uh, went into wherever you were going to work and Mm -hmm. learned a bit about, about the land, about the park, and then about your actual work location. So there's, there's a Disney university that you have to attend for each park, right? So if you switch parks, you have to do it again, correct? Uh, not so much. It's more of a general kind of thing, but they do have classes um, there and training. I know Disney values training and self-development. So um, you could take some classes throughout, but I wasn't there long enough to really get a sense of yeah. of it. You know, I just got the the beginning um, traditions and then um, another class, I think it was called Welcome to Operations, but I can't be too sure. It was a, it's a little bit ago. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I know a couple people who have done Disney University and they say like, you don't get to pick your role, whatever your job is. And once you have it, you're kind of stuck there until you get promoted. Is, is that true? Yeah. I was only there for a summer. I was uh, just a, a, I think it was a, it's called a J1 visa. So it was just a summer uh, I guess holiday work visa. I don't even know what, what kind of indication it was. So there was no like promotion to be had, but yes, I did not get to pick my role. I rated a bunch of roles um, before going in. So I had somewhat of a say of like what I preferred. Um, but then I got my role and I was, uh, I was there unless uh, something went awry and because I know some people they um there was this one girl that had to change their work location because of a a, some sort of reason but yeah I was I worked in cosmic rays so quick service food and beverage last year and then three years ago I worked in attractions at the haunted mansion and that's all I did that's all I did all summer yes that was the that was a fun role to get (laughs) your first one you got haunted mansion yeah, I was a little blown away. I was not expecting it at all. <laughs> You're like, this is my dream one. I wanted this. <laughs> yeah, I I got put in Adventureland Liberty Square um, at the beginning. So I had no idea even like a week in where specifically I was going to be working. Um, and then they surprised us uh, with our attractions and I was shook. <laughs> oh my, was everybody like, oh no, Terry got Haunted Mansion. There was a few who got Haunted Mansion. The others um, worked at, uh, at least on our little group that we were training with, uh, they worked at uh, um, more in Adventureland in like three different attractions because they like jump around. Um, But yeah. And okay, so you're only there for the summer. Um, How was it? Would you recommend it to anybody? I loved it. Um, Because I'm from Canada, it was a 
it was called like the Disney International College Program. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but they have college programs for, you know, um, students in the US, of course, right now, different circumstances, the college program is not a thing, but hopefully one day it will be back again. Um, And so, yeah, you can work, even if you're from, not from Canada, from some other countries in the world, they have partnerships and Disney sponsors you and uh, lets you work there for a summer or even sometimes longer. Yeah, you so, s- it, on everybody's name tag, it says their name with their last initial and where they're from. Exactly, yeah. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Do you, okay, so for Disney University, do you have to have any underlying degrees or can you just go in willy-nilly? If you're doing a college program, you would have to be either just graduated or like in a university or college but um but yeah I I I know there's cast members who who have jobs like who haven't gone to school so um they still do like a little Disney University bit I I assume (laughs) before they start work so it's it's funny because my boyfriend has two master's degrees and I'm like you are wasting them why don't you work for Disney? And in fact, his friend, one of his best friends, he's from France. So he and his best friend moved here together 13 years ago for work and they just never left. So now they're permanent residents or citizens rather. And I told his friend, I was like, you, have you ever thought about working for Disney? Because he was thinking about moving down to Southern California. And he was like, no. And I was like, I kind of talked him into it. I was like, listen, they treat their employees well. People are there for a long time, which speaks volumes, you know, that like actions that speaks for itself. If people stay there for a long time and I was like, they have their engineers, they have engineering programs, they have this, they have that. And maybe you might not get a lot right away, you know, as a pay, but Disney takes care of you. And when I had seen him the following time, he's like, Hey, I actually thought about it. And I applied to, um, uh, and, um, a position. And I was like, Oh my God, I can, I can talk anybody into Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, honestly. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's this guy who's never, I mean, maybe he's been to Disney Paris. My boyfriend's been once, but they're, you know, they're guys, they're not so much into it. It's not like the culture that it is here where everybody's into it, but man, I'm like, my boyfriend has two. I'm like, can I just have one of your masters and then I'll go work for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I would yeah. Love yeah, Disney's a, honestly a great company to work for. Oh, yeah. So what do you think that the best in the park, like as a cast member in the park, what do you think that the best and the worst job that you could have? Oh, that really depends. Like I was put um, at Cosmic Rays last year and it is a quick service restaurant and it can hold the title of being the busiest quick service restaurant in the whole world. I think there's a McDonald's in Tokyo that like shares that title with them going back and forth. Don't quote me on that. That's not (laughs) exact, (laughs) but it is busy. And everyone was like, good luck, Terry. Good luck. But I actually liked it. Um, People were like, no, it was uh, like stressful, like so stressful, but like I, my day went by so quickly that I almost preferred it to attractions in a way, because 
Um, sometimes my day felt so long um, at the mansion. Like it was so much fun. Uh, definitely like playing that haunted maid. Like that was really fun. But yeah. with, with Cosmic Grays, you're literally guest after guest after guest, just interaction, interaction, doing this, doing that, talking to this person, talking to that person, then, oh, my shift's over and I have time to go to the parks and play. <laughs> so, so yeah, and like people don't like, uh, some people like don't like certain roles and some people love those roles. So it really depends. <laughs> so d- did you get to keep your costume from the Haunted Mansion? No, I wish. Oh my God, no. you, you didn't even get to keep it? No, um, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's like no way you can get your hands on those bad boys. Definitely not. <laughs> wow. They are, I think if you lost an item, like they might be a little pricey. <laughs> I know, I wonder. Yeah. And do, yeah. You, do you just have to wash it every day and hang dry it or do you get several? You get a few and then you can swap them out um, as you go uh, with costuming. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty easy to um, keep up with costumes because I didn't have to wash them. Do you come to work in your costume or do you change once you're in the park? Depends. It depends. Usually I'd come to work just because um, what they have is like Disney housing. So, and they have their own bus for it. So I would just jump on the bus with all my other cast member friends and people going to work and um, it wouldn't matter. Um, and people drive to work in their costume all the time, but, but usually like you shouldn't wear it out yeah. um, after work and stuff. So it didn't matter for me, but some people just bring it and change before work. All depends. <laughs> Do you have like one grand um, selfie of you and like, you know, six other cast members that all do different rides? I, I don't actually, I don't think oh my I God. have like, I had some roomies that I had pictures with, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I do. Oh That's my sad. God. <laughs> if you do, if you do this again, you should do this. You should get like pirates ride, you know, a bunch of you guys in one. Cause it's like, kind of like, I mean, obviously it's not all the Disney princesses, but like kind of on another level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is the best time and worst time of year to go? And then is there a time where it's cheaper one month to another? And I, and I know that that's hard to say because some months that are busy, the weather's off. I mean, um, that are slow, the weather's awful. So I know that there's, you're going to have the sweet with the sour, but what, if you could choose, what's the best and worst time of year to go? Okay. I'm going to sound really crazy right now. Uh, my family loves going for New Year's and that's literally the busiest day in Disney World ever. So crowded, like a little stressful, but the holidays and bringing in the New Year in Magic Kingdom is like next level magical. Um, But I've been in May before um, and I really like, I I think it was like more of a chill time to go. Uh, The weather was not too hot, not too cold like pot but it yeah I liked May I think but I've only been once so in May so so yeah (laughs) for 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 Disneyland I have been every time of the year and I think April we so for spring break 
we didn't, I mean, I think I was like still in high school, but there are six weeks of spring break. I think it's around the world. So we didn't go over um, Easter break or our spring break for school. We actually missed school for, and it was still insane. So the, the bus driver was like, oh yeah, there's actually six weeks of peak season. And this was six, I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry, like 10, 15 years ago. So, um, so we learned that the hard way. <laughs> and then when my oldest daughter was a year old, we went on the week of Easter, which we knew it was going to be busy, but we're like, well, it's either we can go or we cannot go. So we're like, ah, let's just go. It, I remember it was so busy that I'm a Disney fanatic. I, I said out loud, if it was like this, I would never come here again because it's so miserable to go when it's people bumper to bumper people traffic. You have a stroller. People will like just cut you off and you're like, um, hi. Okay. I guess your time's more valuable than mine, you know? And it like puts you in this like bummer mood if it's too busy. I definitely never go on New Year's Eve. <laughs> God, you know, I think as an adult versus going with a stroller, oh my gosh, it's going to be the world of a difference. But, you know, in the summertime, I have gone in the summer where you have like a random ghost town day. And then I've been when it's crazy. My birthday is in August. Um, so my grandparents used to take me for my birthday and it was so hot. So I do not recommend going in the summer. I think it's so busy because, you know, nobody's in school on a normal year. I guess this year doesn't count, but it's so hot. And there are times where you're in that direct sun and you're freaking dying and it's so painfully boring. <laughs> and, and then you have this heat beating on you. Yeah. The summer is way too hot. I agree. <laughs> oh, okay. So May, have you ever been in like February? I don't think so. I used to have like March break when I was younger. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'd go in March. Um, but I've only really been like during New Year's time. Yeah. I guess March. Um, that one time in May, I think I went during the fall once when I was young and then obviously the summer. But yeah. So for Disney World, I think that one of the slowest times is after they take the Christmas stuff down through February. It's always- You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it, it can rain. So I think people are like, eh, you know, iffy. Um, but it almost kind of seems like that. And then the week after Thanksgiving was always really slow, but those were the only two times that it was not guaranteed to be slow, but it was either, Hey, it's all right. Or ghost town. And, um, Oh, for anybody that doesn't know that you can go on, um, part, what is the website that you can go like, um, crowdtracker.com. And that's how they rate the park. It's like ghost town means there's nobody in there. Hey, it's all right. Means it's mo pretty moderate. Um, uh, yep. It's packed is like tons of people. And then red is like, forget about it. Like, don't even think about coming. I've um, never heard of wait crowd tracker. That's yeah. interesting. Did I just teach you something? I maybe my God, <laughs> you can kind of ballpark when you want to go and you type in your dates and they average out, you know, over, I don't know if they do like the past two years or what, but they average out like how busy they think that it's going to be so that you can kind of plan your trip accordingly if you um, have the ability to do that. So crowd tracker, um, 
disneyworld.com and then you can put in multiple parks you can put in disney world um you know magic kingdom whatever park in disney world you can put disneyland i think that they even have like universal studio so it's not just a disney thing um but i always liked that and that's why we chose to go those two times end of january through february I think because it, it more than likely is going to rain and people don't want to chance it with kids or the week after Thanksgiving. And my theory, the week after Thanksgiving is because everybody just took a bunch of time off of work and school and the kids are back in school and everybody just spent a bunch of money on Black Friday. So everybody's broke. So I would say don't go crazy Black Friday and go um, the week after, like, like Tuesday through Thursday, the week after. Amazing. I'll keep right. that in mind and I'll check out that website after we're done. Cause like, yeah, that's super good to know. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, and for anybody who wants to go, most of the time people do a three day hopper pass. So it's either going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or you flip it and do Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is your best bet. But then again, I've, I've been on a trip maybe like a couple trips ago, I went with one of my friends, Nicole, and we left on Tuesday. And I think the Monday was like dead. It was ghost town. There was nobody there. Tuesday was a little bit busier. And I was so upset because I was like, I wish we would have just stayed for Wednesday. Wednesday, it hit the, yep, it's packed. And she was like, we didn't even stay the whole day. It was just miserable. I'm like, oh my God, that's so, it's so weird. Why? Isn't that strange? Yeah. Okay. Um, Hotels for people that aren't familiar, like myself, I'm not very familiar with Disney world. Do you stay, do you recommend staying on site or off site or do you have a recommendation for both? I definitely recommend staying on site because they have buses that you can take and it takes you right there. And even if you fly into Orlando, um, there's the Disney magical express that, you can take right from the airport, <clears throat> excuse me, right to the airport to uh, your hotel. So love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my parents are actually Disney Vacation Club members. So we usually stay at some of the, some of the fancier Disney resorts. Oh, um, so but when I, <laughs> I know when I was working though in Disney, um, because, you know, um, we can't, I can't stay at the parks. I just have my own place. Um, sometimes my boyfriend would visit me and we would stay at like the more value resorts is mm-hmm. what they're called. And equally as fun, like, and like they're great rooms. You have a place to stay and you're not even in the room. You're in the parks every day. So it yes. really doesn't matter, you know, it depends on your vibe and your budget, mm-hmm. but love the resorts. We had stayed at both times that we went, we stayed at the Disney Port Orleans. And mm-hmm. one time we stayed the French quarters. One time we stayed, I can't remember what the other one was the Riverside or something, but we, yeah, I love yeah. It. And it has the free shuttle back and forth. And I mean, they're there like every 20 to 30 minutes. It's awesome. You can buy all of your tickets there if you you know, like we end up upgrading one of our tickets and to Hopper Pass. And then they give, you know, you have your bracelets and um, I, I've never stayed offsite because I don't like to stay offsite, especially if I'm not familiar with the area. Plus traffic can get crazy in Orlando, like actually horrible. <laughs> so it's definitely easier to just be on site cause you're closer to yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless you're right at the border. Oh, go ahead. 
Okay. I was just going to say the first time that I went to Disney World, I didn't realize it's like a town, you guys. There's freeways. It's like every park is like a different city. It's really, really overwhelming your first time. And like you enter, like right when you enter the property, there there's this like sign that says, welcome to Walt Disney World Resort. And you're like, holy cow, this whole thing is a resort. It's It's literally like I'm from a town called Santa Rosa. And I'm like, it's literally like the, the entire size of Santa Rosa. It is, I mean, maybe bigger. I don't know. I haven't done my research, but it's very overwhelming. So for anybody wanting to book for Disney World, stay on site. And, and I've never booked the Grand Floridian. We stay at the Disneyland Hotel here um, because my kids like the pool. It's convenient. And I think it's easier to pay for convenience. Um, but the Grand Floridian is so expensive. It is pretty bougie, pretty wonderful, and so close I, to Magic Kingdom, so it's beautiful. I was going to ask you, is it worth it? Oh, it is a beautiful place to stay, <clears throat> especially in the holidays, too. They, their tree that they set up in the lobby and their atmosphere in the lobby, they have like a live band that comes in every once in a while. I think they do that not even during the holidays, yeah. but I would say it's worth it, but that's just my biased opinion. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, well, you know, if I lived in Florida, I probably would be there too. But, you know, if, if you come back, we have the Pixar, is it, okay, I can't remember what the lowest ranking Disney hotel is. There's the lower one, then there's the Disneyland Hotel, which is the moderate, and then there's the Grand Californian. But the Grand is really, really cool only and only if you get a balcony suite that faces downtown Disney because you get to have your coffee and wake up while you're listening to the music of downtown Disney. Are you kidding me? It's the coolest thing. Or you can order a cocktail to your room, or I think you can probably order it from the bar and bring it up. Um, and you just, you just relax on the balcony and you could, I'm a people watcher. You just walk, pe watch people walk by. And we did that in the evening at the end of our day. And it was just the coolest thing. Like I, my, my youngest daughter fell asleep in my lap and my older daughter and I were just sitting out talking on the balcony and it was just the coolest thing. Um, but the, we just actually went four days before Disneyland closes when we left. Um, well, we flew home on a Thursday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday was the last day. And I think it closed on a Sunday, but I had done this huge training. I do lashes and I teach them people how to apply lash extensions. So we had this huge training, um, of 24 girls and we barely missed the pandemic shutdown. And right when we landed, when we got home, we, I turned my phone and I had like 20 something text messages like, Oh my God, are they kicking you out? Oh my God. Oh my God. So when we were in the air, they had announced that they were closing it. So I'm like, so thankful that we got in. And, um, because I like, there are so many people that have their yearly trip plan that they're like, I can't go. <laughs> it's closed. Yeah. That was horrible. And Disney world's open, right? Disney World is open now, yes. Okay, and how is it wearing masks? Everybody's just wearing masks? Uh, from what I can tell, yeah. Like, I have a lot of cast member friends that I follow, and they're going, and yeah, everyone's supposed to wear a mask, um, unless you're, like, super young. I forget what the age cutoff is. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, they enforce, you know, uh, staying away from others and they're still like loading, uh, attractions with space, like seats between different parties and stuff. Um, from what I can tell, it looks like they're doing a great job with it, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not able to go right now. So, um, I have to experience it for myself, but I probably, probably won't be. <laughs> Why do you think Disneyland is still closed, but Disney World is open? I think it's because of California's, uh, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's because of uh, like California's regula- regulations, whereas Florida has been, was a little bit quicker to kind of open back up and yeah. allow businesses to open back up. Yeah. That's what I think, but not 100% sure. I know it's so crazy. I'm like, I was like, is it like a political thing? Is it just like a people pleasing thing? But I'm like, well, Disney World's open. So what the heck? Is it, do you know if Disney World's just insane crazy right now or is it like limited for their guests? I think they've been mostly like limiting crowds and such, but mm-hmm. I think it's gotten busier as time yeah. has gone on from yeah. what I can tell. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, it's probably different to actually be there versus looking at pictures because like some pictures look like people are like pretty close together, whereas like if you're yeah. actually there, like there's some space between the people. So, I really, I really don't know. <laughs> like, how can they even regulate that? And, and honestly, I think that like the people going in there are like, listen, I'm not afraid of the virus. I'm here because I need this for my soul. Um, we're here. We don't, we don't care. We're fine. We're taking the risk. So I just think like, there just seems to be so many gray areas. And I wonder if they're being very strict about it. Like, are they letting people pull the mask down under their nose because it's so freaking hot in the summer? I know that they, they did, they're changing, they change things all the time. Um, But I know that at one point um, you were able to, because you need to eat, right? Um, And they were, before, I guess there was like a, I would call it a loophole where you could, you know, walk around with your drink or your food and be eating. So your mask is off, but they've kind of nixed that and said, no, you got to stay stationary in one spot while you're, while you're, you know, your mask is off and you're eating and such. So, um, yeah, so everything's changing all the time, but I, I bet, you know, there's cast members who's got, who've got to like keep, keep those rules in check when, if someone's taking off their mask, you know, put your mask back on. I know there's a situation where someone was kicked out because they refused to wear a mask. So you got to follow the rules. (laughs) And what a horrible position to have to be in because you're there to bring joy to people. And now you're being like this mask Nazi and you're like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be like this. Yeah. It's really hard to to like try and get people to do things because if they don't listen, like what can you do? I mean, my struggle was like, I worked as well um, with the parade. So um, I worked a parade, parade audience control kind of role while I was in attractions and there's a lot of instructions that you have to give and, you know, rules that you have to follow um, when you tell guests to do things. And, you know, mm-hmm. you can't physically pick them up and move them <laughs> away from the parade. <laughs> but right. you can tell them, like, please, like, you gotta, the parade is coming. You gotta move. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I know. You have to be really touchy with Disney. Everybody's so sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for somebody coming to Florida, what's your best travel tip that you can give someone? Oh, uh, 
wear sunscreen, I guess. <laughs> it's okay. the first thing that I thought of. <laughs> what is the, yeah, because you're Florida, people probably forget it. And you know what I always forget and have to buy there? Chapstick. Yeah. I always forget that. That's a good one. Um, okay. What's your best line tip? You may have already said it. Just plan ahead, right? To, to like beat the lines you mean? Yeah. Like what's your best tip to get through lines quickest? Uh, definitely have your fast pass booked in fast passes booked in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, strategize without having to like jump from land to land to get to places. Like if you want to optimize your time there, like try and book the fast passes as close in time, but then also in close in proximity. So you can, you know, get your three done in this little land, then, you know, hit the ride that you didn't get done if the line is short and then, you know, move through the park that way. So you're not like jumping all over the place. Yeah. I'd want to. And park wise, is it easier to go one? Well, I guess not really if you're just doing one park per day, right? It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're doing one park a day, that doesn't matter. But if you're like on a mission and you've got a short schedule and you only want to hit your favorite rides, get your favorite rides done and then move on out. <laughs> okay. What about uh, tips for families, people traveling with children? What's your couple tips for them? Um, it can be overwhelming, you know, to like get everything done, as I said. And, you know, taking your time with kids is probably the best way because even though you want to get everything done, Edgar, your experiences. So there's like a high energy attraction, um, you know, move on to like a show afterwards. You can uh, have that cool down time yeah. um, and, you know, get that air conditioning because, oh, it can be hot. You don't want to overheat. <laughs> Something, and bring snacks. Something that I will say, um, the Playhouse Disney is in, um, you. what is it called? Universal Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. So if you guys have a yes. I didn't realize that a lot of the little kid things are in Universal, but gosh darn it, Hollywood Studios. So definitely look into that because when you go to Magic Kingdom, if you only have two days, you're probably wanting to do um, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios if you have little kids. In Hollywood Studios, that's where Haunted Mansion is, right? No, uh, Haunted Mansion is in Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. What, what is in Hollywood Studios that is in Disneyland in California now? I can't remember. Oh. There was something in Hollywood Studios and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm glad we came here. Um, there is like a Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios. That's, it's not called Tower it, of Terror in Disneyland though. Yes. Similar. That's what it, yep. That's exactly, you're right. It's called Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, the original Tower yeah. of Terror, that's in, um, Hollywood Studios. And I was, I would have been so disappointed because, you know, you have all these things, like you said, number one, you're not going to be able to get to everything. And number two, you're not going to remember. You're totally going to be so overwhelmed by excitement of here. And then, you know, on your way to something, especially for those who have never been there, you're like, oh my God, let's go here real quick. And then you totally forget what you're going to do. So you miss, you, you, you do miss stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So what are your best tips for larger groups of people? Like if somebody wants to go with like a sorority or like, you know, a family reunion or groups of like 10 or more, what would, what would some tips be? That's probably the hardest um, thing to plan and, and execute. I actually hate going in big groups because you can never please everybody. Like yeah. one person wants to do this. One person wants to stop and take a break. Like, um, I guess more planning has to come into effect in that, like, and like actually kind of discussing before you actually get to the park, like what things you, but everyone wants to definitely do and what things like people don't do, don't want to do. And like splitting up at that point, like stay in a big group to get the one, like the things done that everyone wants to do, but then also like smaller groups to, you know, veer off and, you know, target different things that you want to do probably is my best tip for that plan times to stay together and then plan times to separate. Yeah. And you know, for, from my experience, it's always much busier, like mm, 12 to two, it starts to get really busy. So maybe do your groups together before it starts to get crazy busy. And then once it gets busier and the, you know, everybody's anxiety and patience start to go through the roof, split up. Yeah. My like magic number is probably around four <laughs> or like six yeah. because, you know, even numbers for rides and, um, and, you know, small enough that you can keep everyone happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about treats? What are like, if you could pick, I know a lot of people go and they're like, okay, I want to get some Instagram gold photos. What are some five, I would say your favorite five pick uh, treats to take pictures of like, you know, Oh my goodness. Definitely. You got to get a dual whip. Um, that's uh, like pineapple soft serve ice cream yes. at Aloha Isle okay. in Magic Kingdom. If we're talking Disney World, yeah. best freaking ice cream. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter what park, whatever you think, because people are going to go there and you know how Instagram is. They want those pictures. So, okay. Dull, pineapple dull whip. There's some fun other treats that you, you can get, like different ice creams um, that are like really beautiful. I know they had this one um, in Fantasyland. Oh, it was like a tangled kind of themed ice cream and it had a little flower on it and like sparkles and it was like yellow ice cream and a purple cone. That was a really pretty thing to take a picture of. Yes, beautiful. Oh, I feel like I'm not the kind to take as many pictures of my food. I'm more like, Oh, I want that good treat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, like, yeah. what's, your fa- what's your favorite treat? I love Ooh. the churro. The okay. churros are delicious. Okay. Um, and then also I think my favorite like all time thing to eat is there's this waffle in sleepy hollow. Um, that's like right by the castle. Uh-huh. Um, they put waffle, like fresh fruit. And I think it's like Nutella, hazelnut spread. Oh my God. And I get that and I, I get a Starbucks maybe. And I sit yes. um, on the grass right in front of the castle and, you know, just take in the magic, eat yes. my waffle. Oh, so good. Okay. I'm going to tell you my favorites because I, I am like, I go and I, sometimes I won't even eat it. I'll take a bite and then I give it to my kids. Okay. I love <laughs> the Mickey pretzels. Um, obviously the Mickey bar, you can take a picture with anything, the Mickey ice cream bar, you know, the classic, um, obviously the Starbucks, my favorite 
is to get the pink drink from Starbucks and go in the springtime mm-hmm. when the trees are blooming and to get the pink trees in the background. Um, in California Adventure, they have Cars Land. So it's so cute. They have this like waffle. I'm so sorry, a pretzel cone. And you put, they put like mac and cheese on it and they'll put like hot Cheetos. So it's actually, my mouth is watering thinking about it. <laughs> so good. Um, those are my favorite treats that I have to get every time. And I'm not much of a churro person, but I, I, my kids like them. So we always get them. Um, and then dun, 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 the corn dog, the homemade corn dogs. I don't even like hot dogs, but the homemade corn dog with the mustard in the park, you have to, it's so good. Those are some good top picks. I love anything with a Mickey on it too. Like there's this, there's this burger at Cosmic Rays. I don't know if they still have it. They probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the top of it is there's like yeah. a Mickey stamp on it. And I'm like, oh yeah. Anything with a Mickey on it, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. What is it? I know. Oh, you know what else? I just remembered something else. And I don't think that this is just a Disneyland thing. They have the toffee that's dipped in white chocolate and rolled in cinnamon sugar. So it's a churro white chocolate toffee. Okay. My mouth is already watering that actually (laughs) move that to number one because it's not really pretty to take a picture of, but I don't really like toffee. And I went one time with one of my friends, Tina, and she got that and she got two. And I was like, two Jesus. And she was like, Oh, just wait. We finished both of them before we got back to the hotel. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so good. And it's not pretty. You wouldn't even think, but holy hell. Oh, I also just thought of something else too. Sorry. One more. The, um, the decorated candy apples with, I like white chocolate, so it has to have white chocolate on it, but they used to cut them for you and they won't cut them anymore for you. So I'm like, what the hell? So no, they won't cut them for you anymore. Um, I wonder if like people would complain that they cut it the wrong way and ruined it so they couldn't get a picture of it. But I'm like, I, I so if you go bring, this is going to look really bad in your, <laughs> in your bag, but bring a, um, uh, like a big cutting knife. So when you bring it back to your hotel that you can cut the apple and eat it because it's like, you're trying to take this apple and it's dipped in caramel. Then it's dipped in white chocolate then it's dipped in chocolate then it has like layers you cannot you can't bite into it it's only doable if you (laughs) slice it yourself so bring actually you should also bring a cutting board too for that but um i guess that would look really bad in your luggage right (laughs) a little bit (laughs) but anyways you have to because they won't do it for you anymore okay uh disney world can you name two places in each park minus the water park because nobody goes there right (laughs) Two, two, <laughs> two places in each park that people have to take pictures in front of. Okay, that's a hard. Well, okay, I'm gonna start with Magic Kingdom. That's probably the easiest. You gotta take a picture in front of the castle. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, I know it's hard. This one's hard. This is really this is really difficult. Okay, if you're the <laughs> you the can do kind- in in Magic Kingdom because I think there's gonna be more than uh, I'm sorry more than two if you need to. Got you. Okay. Well, there's these things like, there's these like wall murals like everywhere and like famous walls, you know, for, you know, Instagram. So I'd say, you know, in front of the castle for sure. But then also, you know, there's a, there's this thing called the purple wall and it's right um, in Tomorrowland when you're like going from like Main Street and then you, you veer right. And then it's right beside um, Monsters Inc's last floor. 
um, it's just like solid purple wall. And then there's also like, they added this design on it. So if you're Instagram kind of person, yeah. taking pictures there are yeah. really fun. Oh, what else? Um, okay. Let's do and Epcot. Are you, um, are you mentally walking through the parks right now? <laughs> yes. Me too. Yeah. Like thinking in my head. Yeah. Um, and I've memorized these parks. Like I could walk through them with my eyes closed probably and just listening to the music and being like, oh, yep, I'm in Tomorrowland. I know. Okay. I'm okay. going <laughs> to pause you really quickly because I have a Peloton um, treadmill and I'm like, why don't they have walking through the parks? They have like walking in <sighs> random areas. Why don't they do walking through Disney, walking through California, walking through each park in Disney World? I'm like that. And then like, I've never been to Disneyland Paris. I've never been to Tokyo Disney. I've never been to Shanghai. Why don't they have that? I would do and make it the, the 60 minute walk. I would do it every day. Never get sick of it. That would be so fun. I've always wanted to do a marathon for like, cause they have marathons. You can like run through the parks in the like morning. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to do that, but I'm like, I'm not a huge runner. I just want to do it for like the fun character meet and greets and like the medal in the end. (laughs) And for anybody who's a runner, kudos too, because I'm like, uh, that extra 25 calories a mile that you're running, killing yourself is not worth it to me. No, thanks. For sure. Um, okay. okay. Pictures in, oh, (laughs) in Epcot, my favorite pavilion is Morocco. It is, in my opinion, the most beautiful pavilion. Um, so walking through Morocco and getting pictures there. Oh, so beautiful. The mosaics, the, you know, oh, so nice. Um, and then there's also a wall right um, right under Spaceship Earth, it's right when you come out of um, that attraction, the little interactive area, you come out of it, and then the walls on either side, I think they're called bubblegum wall. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so taking a picture in front of that, if you want to, you know, get the wall checked off your list. Yeah. And um, what's the big, huge ball outside of Epcot? That's Spaceship Earth. Okay. Okay. That obviously you have to take a picture in front of that. 100%. Um, and then, uh, of course, yes. (laughs) And then, yeah. So you always have to get a picture in front of like the main icon of each park. 100%. Yeah. So moving on. One more for parents who have little kids. Um, turtle talk with crush. The finding Nemo thing is in Epcot, right? Yes. That's so good. Like I, I was like, this should be in Hollywood studios with all the little <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's so many things that could go either way. Yeah. But yeah, they have the whole, like the seas pavilion. So, you know, ties into that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also a wall outside of that one. Um, I think it's called the toothpaste wall. Oh my God. And it's like a bluey kind of, you know, Instagram spot. Yes. Okay. Um, and then, so moving on to Animal Kingdom. Gotta get a picture okay. of the tree. Yes. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, oh, love Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then also Pandora, like, is beautiful in there too. Getting pictures all around the foliage and everything. So beautiful. Um, I haven't, I have I have not been to Pandora. Oh, you gotta go. I, I um, 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, where else? Uh, let me think. I, think. I don't think we've done Hollywood Studios yet. Yes, let's do Hollywood Studios. Um, I would say getting a picture like in front of Tower of Terror is beautiful because you got the like palm trees on either side and the like the light, that little like uh, stoplight thing. It's like super vintagey and cute. Um, and then, you know, getting a picture in front of, uh, in Galaxy's Edge, in front of the Millennium Falcon. If you're oh. a Star Wars fan, you've got to do that. <laughs> they have Star Wars there too? Yeah, they opened know. during the summer. Yeah. Yay, I didn't know it. I thought it was just a Disneyland thing. Okay, that's awesome. No, Disneyland got it first though, and then a few yeah. months after Disney <laughs> World got it. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> thing is giant. Yep, and it's so cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what next? Let's see here. Um, if you, do you think that you're, you're going to work for Disney until you retire? Do you think this is just like a right now type of thing? Disney is definitely my dream company to work for. Yeah. Um, right now, I don't know. There's always, you know, uncertainty, especially with the pandemic that happened. Nobody predicted that. So um, right now I want to stay with Disney as long as I can. Yeah. Um, but if I want to take a break and do some other stuff, I might, but like, I think the end goal, the dream would be, yeah, Disney. Definitely. If I can sustain a career with Disney, oh, that'd be, that's the dream. What's your dream role in Disney? If you, if you had pick of the litter, you're going to work your way up over the next 10 years. And this is what you're going to retire at. What would your dream job be? Oh, um, I finished, I love music. I just finished a degree in, and diploma in music. So I would love to work, um, in a, a music job, you know, being the president of Disney music, like give it to me. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. That would be amazing. You, right. Oh, would you be, would that be the person who chooses all the music for the parades and everything? I mean, Oh, there's so many avenues of the Disney company, like, you know, like music in the movies or music in the parks or everything like that. So, I mean, I don't know, um, but anything music related, um, or even just entertainment. I love the entertainment industry, you know, which is Disney as a whole. So <laughs> the music is a big, a big part of it. I just shared one of my grandparents' neighbors. They do their whole house for Halloween. And I took a video and I did obviously the Grim Grinning Ghost song, but they had both versions, the one in the ride. And then the version that they play for the Halloween fireworks. And I'm like, it's so crazy because my grandmother's like, why are they different? I was like, oh, because one's for the fireworks. And she looked at me like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, it's, man, if you're a true Disney fan, you know each version and what each version is and why it's like that. And so the music is huge. It puts you in that place, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, have, okay. Have you ever watched the decorating Disney, the Halloween and the Christmas one? I watched the Christmas one over the holidays. That's it's crazy how much they do in a, such a short period of time to get everything so festive. Yeah. Holy moly. And you know what? I'm like, do it again. 
Oh, sorry. Uh, do it again. I'm like, I want a new one. I want some new stuff. Like I, I've seen them all for like, probably, I want to say like they're over seven to 10 years old. Some of them are old. I don't know about the Halloween one. That might be a little newer, but I'm like, some of this stuff is so outdated. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to, I was just going to touch on how it's, let's do it. Let's do a new one. Yeah, I um I really like the Disney Plus. Um, they came out with like the Imagineering story, and that mm-hmm. is pretty current. And all their Love. with all their park stuff. So definitely, if you want to deep dive into Disney, yes. check that show out because it's and so cool. I wonder if did they do a Halloween and Christmas one, an updated one? I don't know. I know they had. Um, I'm not sure actually. Because now would be the perfect time. It's like, this is the time that we have to create and, you know, because there's nobody in the park. So it's like kind of perfect timing. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. Something that I remembered when I went, both parks do the trick-or-treat, the, the trick-or-treat party, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. But something that Disney World does that Disneyland doesn't do is the Christmas private party. Yeah, I've never done the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's like a dream of mine to actually go because the Boo to You parade mm-hmm. is like everybody's favorite. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't know that they did the Christmas party at World and Not Land. That's- yes. It will. So maybe I think my daughter was six and she's 15. So I think her and I went, um, what is that, nine years ago, almost t- nine and a half years ago. And I was, the, the following year, I was trying to purchase our tickets to, for the Christmas party and the lady for Disneyland. And she was like, I don't, she's like, hold on one second. And she's like, we don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, you do. I literally went last year. And she was like, okay, hold on one sec. I was like, no, you, for sure. I went, I have pictures. I can send them to you. And she's like, a private event? I'm like, yeah, there's like, your private event came with like a, you can meet Santa, you get like hot chocolate and cookies. And I was like telling her about it. And she was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Hold on. So she comes back and she was like, did you by chance go to Disney world? I was like, yeah. And she was like, it's a Disney world exclusive. And I was like, no, cause I wanted to do it again. So we have gone every single year for the trick or treat party since they opened. I think we missed one year. And this year I, I can't anticipate that, you know, they're opening obviously. So it's just so like, damn, they, they canceled our streak. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. I, w- I wasn't going to go this year or anything, but like um, maybe if I was given the chance, I would have, but yeah, it sucks that they canceled, but hopefully next year it'll be back. Crazy for anybody wanting to go. And if you're on a budget and you want to do three days, do your um, Mickey's, party on its own day because you get to, I think it starts at seven and they let you in three hours early. So you can either make it your day one and sleep in, but I would say make it your third day because you're going to be exhausted. Sleep in, go into the park at four and the kids get in their Halloween costumes. They go trick or treating and they limit the amount of guests. And like you said, they have their own special uh, parade. They have their own special fireworks show. They have, um, Jack and Sally who said, so y- if you want to meet Jack and Sally, you don't have to be like, Oh my God, they're out. They're oh, They're out the entire time. And of course they take breaks and probably swap people. Um, 
but I think we waited for like two hours to meet Jack and Sally, but I wanted a picture of my kids with them and my youngest daughter fell asleep. I was like, dang it. (laughs) But, (laughs) But you can do it if, you know, and everybody wants to meet Jack and Sally. Do you remember when maybe I would say probably 10 years ago, ish, maybe a little bit more, they first started coming out to the park. But do you remember how hard it was to get a picture with them? They would come out like three times a day for like 25 minutes and that's it. So I would always ask when they were coming out and where, and they'll tell you. So we would always get pictures and people would be like, how did you get another picture? (laughs) But (laughs) so hard. Have you ever seen, gotten pictures with them? No, never. I think the coolest uh, I think the coolest character I've ever gotten a picture with was Hades. Like that was like a super rare one. Yeah, I've never um, there yeah. they have they did a party. Um I don't know if Hades was there, but I didn't go to it either. Over the summer it was a new thing. It was like villains after hours. So it's basically like a specialty kind of party and they had it over the summer. Okay. And it was like villains themed in Magic Kingdom. Okay, so that's the Halloween party because all the villains are out. Yeah, it's like basically like Halloween all summer. Yes. But I think that was the first year this this past, like last year, 2019 summer, uh, was the first year they did that. So if you're interested in a party and are not going during Halloween or Christmas or anything yeah. like that to Disney World, um, if they do it again, that's your chance to, you know, get some after hours uh, park time and meet some cool villains. Dude, that's so cool. Okay, so I'm going to end this because I've taken up over an hour of your time, but what is something that a cast member knows that nobody else knows that you're allowed to tell us? Oh, that is a hard one. Um, Like only you guys would know, but it's not like you're not allowed to tell people. Definitely like how immersive they, they, we they work to like make the park like you are enticed by all of your senses yeah throughout every single aspect of the park and there's so much detail that goes into literally everything in the park and that's my favorite part like you said um of going to the parks how much attention to detail they put into every little bit of not even just the ride like the queues like you're standing in line and not a boring queue like it's all interactive and and like you have smells that you like smell like bakery down the street and oh they just do an amazing job like imagineers and everyone like trying to get your senses just right like when you walk immersed in, right when you walk into the park you can just smell the waffle cones and you're like I don't even like ice cream and I want to get a freaking ice cream now and it's nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah it you really get the full body experience yeah. of, um, of the place you're in I just thought of something else too before we end this okay they if you stay at one of the Disneyland parks I don't know if this is how it is for Disney World so I'll ask you In Disneyland, if you stay at one of the parks, each morning you get like early morning entrance. So each, it it flip-flops. So like it goes, you know, goes back and forth. So one day is Disney, one day is California. Is it like that? Do you get early morning entrance if you stay at the park? Yeah. So in Disney World, um, they're called extra magic hours. And like you said, they they flip-flop and change. But some of them are in the morning, depending on the park. 
they yeah. post the hours on the website. Yeah. Um, but then you also have the opportunity to go at night, but this is only if you're staying at a Disney resort. Right. So that's yeah. okay. That's what we did the last time we went. I was like, okay, look, we have to pay for the fast passes. And when, as soon as you get in, you like, just kind of, it's like a mad dash. You, the people are, I'm like too embarrassed to act like that. I'm like, I'm walking like a normal person, please. So we would walk to whatever ride we'd want. And on our way, we're planning our day. So we got in on all the rides an hour before the park even opened. And in Disneyland, I like that you have to scan into the park before, because then it gives people who put the extra time and effort into planning their trip, like staying at a Disney hotel so that you can be one of the first people there and scan in and, you know, get whatever ride. Because like, what's the Star Wars ride that's impossible to get on? Um, Rise of the Resistance. Yes. So we, I did, I think we did it. I didn't end up doing it because we kept missing it. But I'm like, I wish we would have planned it a little better because they did four days and I did three of the days because I had to work. Um, I was training, I was teaching a course and I wish that I had, we had done that because it would have made it so much easier for them. The two days that we did, or three, sorry, three days that we did it. I feel like we got more in those three days than they did in their one day, not doing the pass. I mean, not doing the um, fast pass. I'm like, he was like, this is insane. We're like going ride to ride. We were waiting 20 to 30 minutes on these rides that people were waiting like two hours. Yeah, that is a very good point too. If you're a morning person, like I am not a morning person, but if you are, um, definitely go for what they call rope drop because yeah, you could be the first uh, few in the line for, you know, your favorite attraction that's usually like hours long. Yeah. Um, especially with Rise of the Resistance, you need to go in the morning. Otherwise, you do not get a boarding group and you can't get on the ride. They, they sell out in like 20 minutes sometimes. Yeah, it's- that was, it was so stressful when we did it for the first time. It was my birthday too. It was a holidays. It was my birthday, January 2nd. And um, they, yeah, we went at like, what was it like? stupid early in the morning yeah. they open at seven and we were there like way before we stood in line with people outside oh it was a mission but yeah we got so much done that day yeah, yeah. well I, I I would really recommend heading to Disneyland because you you do have the benefit of having to scan in um which I kind of feel like you're like cheating that you don't have to scan in because no it should be those people that did make the extra effort to get up at 5 a.m to get themselves and their whole family ready you know those are the people that should be able to like get in before you know everybody else and yeah um, I think that you would really like the aspect if you do go um call me before so I can we can refresh on some tips because it seems like it's really different yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Definitely. I, I want to go to all the Disneys in the world, like really badly. That's the, that's the dream. Yeah. So once I can get my hands on going to Disneyland again, um, like California, I'll start there and then, you know, work my way around, well, spend all my money. We were supposed, my boyfriend's from France and his, all of his family's still there. So we were going to France this, um, this past June. And of course that got canceled. But we were going to be in Disney, in um, Magic Kingdom. Oh, I don't know if that's what it's called. Anyways, P- Disneyland Paris um, for my daughter's sixth birthday. And she was so excited. And we had to freaking oh, I know. I know. We were supposed to go to Hawaii and go to the Disneyland. Or not Disneyland. What am I saying? Yeah. Uh, the Disney oh. Resort there, Olani. Oh. Yeah. We I had never, a, I've never been. So. I mean, not a Disney. We had a Hawaii trip spoiled, too. 
And like, I'm supposed to be going out to Miami at the end of next month. And I'm nervous. I haven't booked my tickets yet. Cause I'm like, I don't want to book it and have everything closed down again because where I am now, uh, this upcoming week, everything's supposed to be closing down again. I'm like, this is like unreal. I can't, I can't even believe that this is happening. Come on. Yeah. Things are closing. Well, things are closing down here too. Cases are rising and everything. So, so I know I'm nervous. But it's also colder here. So that's all. Florida? Also a worry. <laughs> oh no, I'm in Canada. Oh, 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 duh. You're not there right now. Hello. <laughs> um, and then, okay. I know I said I was going to end this. I want, I do have one more question though. For, for parents coming out to Florida, I know a lot of people are not Disney people. They're doing this for their kids. If they're out and they're doing it, they're doing the Disney, Disney world. What else? Like if, what if they're like, I'm doing two days, I can't do more than two days. What else do you recommend doing um, nearby? Because I know people go think it's like when people come to California, they're like, let's go to the beach. And you're like, dude, it's like four hours away. What are you talking about? So I think in people's mind, when they say, oh, we're going to go to Florida, go to Disney World, we're like, hop down the street. Miami's probably an hour away, whereas it's so much further than everybody thinks. So what are some things that people can do and realistic time differences? Like how long does it take to get from place to place? Well, if you want to go to the beach, um, Daytona Beach, I think it's like an hour and a half drive um, mm-hmm. away. Um, and like, you know, it's a wide beach um, that's there. I've only been like a couple a couple of times there, but definitely that. But if you have young kids, like I wouldn't really recommend going to Universal Studios because there's like so many thrill rides. But if yeah. you are a thrill seeker, um, definitely recommend checking out Universal Studios too, because there are some fun rides and Harry Potter, um, uh, is there. So, yeah. and I love, I love Harry Potter. So, <laughs> is, um, is yeah. Harry Potter in Florida better than the California one? Because I have heard that the California one is so small. I haven't been to the California one in years and years. Um, and I really haven't been to Universal Studios in a hot minute, like in Orlando area as well. So, can't tell you, can't tell you that, but it, it is pretty magical. Yeah. Um, and then Miami, how far is Miami? Everybody wants to do that. Oh, it's, it's a cup. It's a, I want to say like four and a half hours away. Yeah. Maybe even longer. Yeah. It's, Cause a, it's, it's a drive. Yeah. It's a trek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, is there any ending words of wisdom that you have for anybody thinking about coming to Disney world? Um, stay hydrated um (laughs) and have fun (laughs) yeah okay well thank you so much for your time this is cool I now I can't wait to go I'm just nervous to book it because I'm like I don't want to book it and then have everything closed down again I get what you mean it it would be a little bit of gamble but I I don't know if Florida would really shut down since they've opened up quite a bit of stuff yeah um Mm -hmm. Pretty early on in uh, what I think would be maybe the best thing to do. I know it's getting really frustrating, uh, the pandemic, but also, you know, got to take the necessary precautions, keep everyone safe. But yeah, it's, I hope it doesn't, I hope you get your trip in. (laughs) Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. We need to figure this out within the next week or so. And I need to reach out to the the person hosting the course because I'm just getting a little bit I'm not scared of the virus I'm scared of booking the trip spending money on a fourth trip that will have been canceled and I'm like Mm -hmm. how much raise your hand if you have the most amount of money and airfare tickets 
ever. We have a whole family of four to, to um, France. We have our, uh, there was just two of us going to Hawaii. And then now I'm, oh, I guess not four, three. We didn't plan our third trip because we were waiting. And then now I have this Miami. I'm like, what are we going to do with all this credit? <laughs> and they don't refund you. You just, it's just credit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I hope that you get to go to Disney soon. And I'm so excited that you actually are working for Disney right now. Yeah, it's, it was a really fun offer. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, I could do this and I could do it well. Like, <laughs> so I was excited to be able to work from home and then also work for Disney during this time. Did they offer it to you or did you have to seek it out? How, how did you find this job? Oh, I, I've been surfing on the careers, Disney career website for yeah. my whole, like I just finished school. So my yeah. whole last year of school just now was like yeah. me looking for a job. And I was always back on the Disney careers page, just trying to find something that was suitable for me. Gotta chase that Disney cult, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, girl. Any tips that we leave out, feel free to DM me. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for giving me a whole hour and a half. I'm sorry. I talk too much. No, you're <laughs> good. I love, to, I love to talk. I love to talk. <laughs> All right. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye, Terry. Bye.